You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's I Wanna Marry Harry After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's I Wanna Marry Harry After Show. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining us here at AfterBuzz. We're wrapping up the new show, I Want to Marry Harry. The Royal Masquerade begins. Season 1, Episode 1. I'm your host, Tracy Probst. And joining me today is... Hi, my name is Aaron, or A.A. Ron, whichever you like to call me. A.A. Ron, that's (laughs) what I'm going to call you for sure. All right, A.A. Ron, let's get the show on the road. So, first and foremost, what I really want to talk about is... There any way this can actually be the ultimate fairy tale? That's that's a really really good question in the sense that like if you compare it to other, you know, reality shows like Joe Millionaire, which is right. like on Fox before. Right. They kind of had where it, he wasn't really like a big name guy like Prince Harry or anything like that, right? You know, mm-hmm. it was just Joe Millionaire and you know, the, there wasn't a big facade in front of him, you know? Yeah. But with this one, I feel like the girls they get way far into it, they're going to have to actually get past the fact that he lied about, you know, not having a lot of money. And then also he lied about not being Prince Harry. So it makes it very, very difficult. So, yeah, I can see what you mean. Like, can this really be a big fairy tale? And will whoever he picks at the end of the season, will that eventually, you know, um, progress into something more like love or anything like that? Yeah, well, they even want to, I mean, stay with him. But looking at the other side of it. Is he even looking for love? That's what I really want to know because, I mean, he's Matt Hicks, like, from Nowheres, like, Nowheresville, doing nothing, um, and he's 23. So, I mean, is there really that many? I mean, I'm 25. Are there that many 23-year-olds looking to meet their true love? Or is this just a way for him to get exposure and be on reality TV and kiss lots of girls? I could, I know. I was thinking that exact same thing. I don't. I don't know how far he's thought it through. You know what I mean? Like, with just as far as, um, as far as just, just, I mean, just getting put in this position. You know what I mean? It's just really, 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 like, it's a tough spot. Um, I think he is way over his head. I think you can see in the beginning, you know, he's just kind of 23 year old. He's being pushed along. He's just kind of going with the flow. Yeah. And I don't think he's really thinking all the way down the line. I mean, we saw that little early preview of him, like, crying because he had to tell the girls. So I think we're just going to definitely have to go ahead and see. I was actually, um, well, if we want to go ahead and take it a little bit to some news and gossip. Uh Uh-oh, news and gossip. Yeah, news and gossip. (laughs) I was watching the, um, the Wendy Williams show. And um, Wendy Williams had him on there. Mm. And he went ahead and he went on and he was kind of just, there we go. We got a little theme song going on. (laughs) Um, He was on the Wendy Williams show and he came out and Wendy Williams was asking those exact same questions like, what is going on with all this? And as far as what I got gauged from it was that he pretty much was just, he would do impersonations at clubs and was kind of just going about. And then producers producers eventually just found him. And then, like, requested him to come on um, for the show. And he wasn't really sure as to what was going on with the show as far as what the girls knew or what he exactly was doing. And it wasn't until he finally signed the papers that they were like, all right, 
this is what the premise is. Well, that's actually putting another like <laughs> twist on it that yeah. I don't think a lot of people are aware of. I mean, so he was already impersonating Prince Harry before. Yeah, and it was he like, even... he, yeah, he said he was like doing light impersonations, like at a clubs or something like that. It wasn't really a big thing. Yeah, he had put some photos up online at a profile. And then that's what kind of started, I guess, garnering him attention for that. Right. Well, now he's in a little bit <laughs> over his head, it seems like. Um, it's This is the real deal. He's yeah. actually doing the castle, <laughs> the security agents, everything. So I think he seems really nervous. I mean, even... I feel like I can tell when people are really nervous, they're like mannerisms. And I felt like he was kind of shaking and he's so scared about them finding out he's not Prince Harry that like it, you can tell because the girls are so nervous and then he's so nervous, not only because he's picking a girl, but because he's not even who he's saying that he (laughs) is. So that's like, I mean, this really is like a case of the prince and the pauper. I know they talk about that and they reference it a couple times in the show. But yeah, like putting someone in a situation, you know, not only are they not that person, but he's had no royalty experience besides, you know, the crash course they gave him. Yeah, the week training. Right, exactly. (laughs) That's enough time to learn all of that. Yeah. So, I mean, I just feel like he's kind of in way over his head. And I don't know. I'm just kind of wondering if he's going to blow it. I hope he doesn't blow it. I I mean, well, I guess we're definitely going to have to find out later on. I mean, I'm – and I think these girls, if we kind of go on moving on to the subject away from Matt Hicks and then kind of venturing into the girls, the girls seem like they're intelligent enough to go and see through it. I mean, like they went ahead and they kind of started – like immediately when he arrived, they were kind of like, is that – is that who we think it is? I don't know. And, you know, you can immediately, like, some of them were like, no, I don't think so. And they all, you know, they don't have any photos of him. I think they were all pretty much censored at that point when they were filming for looking up anything online or TV-wise. Yeah. So it just, I think it's just going to prove to be a little, and I don't know. And what be- girls are there that are actually looking for true love themselves? Well, it seems like some of them. Really? <laughs> like, are they saying that or do they really want true love? I mean, when I think it was Chelsea was describing um, her perfect man, he doesn't have to be tall, but he has to be rich, 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 maybe nice, rich, rich. I mean, that's really all. I mean, that's not okay, looking for what, true love. If we're going to go ahead and start talking about some of the girls, Chelsea, I'm <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea's, Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea's side comments on the entire episode were, like, making me laugh immensely. I mean, I couldn't get over it. I mean, the, you get, like, the little ad that they, you know, they added in. Um, I just want some carne asada fries during the tea time. <laughs> <laughs> just the whole time she was just, like, lining up one after another. But, yeah, okay, well, cases like Chelsea, is she really looking for love? You know, what is going on with, you know, with her? But I think, like, people like Lee, I mean, not Leah, sorry, Kelly, She's 24, the Southern Belle. Yeah. It's, and she even said when she got out of the car, like, I've never really been in love or anything like I feel like she is someone that's definitely looking for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with you with that. I just feel like they all have very, like, strong personalities, but they're <laughs> all so different. Like, they're all so strong in different ways that... I mean, they got kind of the same girl, but in like different bodies. And I mean, it's so weird because they are very different as their personalities, you know, came out as much as they could in the first episode. But they they all are not at a loss for words. Let's just say that. (laughs) They were definitely some chatty Cathy's. Definitely. I mean, I don't know. I just think that. Well, who did you like in that? I mean, out of all of them. I mean, I definitely Chelsea with her carne asada fries. And yeah. I think Kelly with the whole Southern Belle thing kind of won me over. She had her little Southern charm. Yeah. I think my favorites were probably Carly. I think she just kind of has the most going for her with her being like in pre-med. Yeah. And um, she's very, very attractive. And 
But she says, you know, I, I'm head of the girls because I'm smart. You know, you hear the girls being like, well, I'm pretty and I'm pretty and I'm pretty. Okay. That might be true, but she kind of takes it a step further. So I kind of like her and I kind of like Annalisa. Annalisa. Is that bad? I think it's just because it's the LA thing. Yeah. I mean, she's actually the opposite of Carly. And the reason why I like her is completely different than the reason I like Carly. I like it because she kind of like owns it. Like she kind of walks in and like owns the room, I feel like. Yeah, you know? she definitely she definitely has some something infectious about her that just kind of pulls you in. I don't know if it's about her eyes or the way yeah. she does some of her lipstick yeah. or something. It's just the whole shebang. She's, she definitely is uh, uh, a whole picture. You know what I mean? She just pulls you in immediately. And like you said, she's real. She's not really trying to play you know anything uh, um she's not trying to play down her personality you know mm-hmm. i definitely agree with that i like I, I agree with that one i definitely like carly um another one that i feel didn't really i guess she fit in in the sense but um well as we find later on the episode we'll talk about it a little bit later but leah mm-hmm. she was really really interesting to me i mean she had that thing where all the girls are putting on all the dresses and then she was like all these girls are making themselves look pretty and i really don't know how to make myself look pretty and it was like so you know, so sweet and sincere, and she yeah. was she was really a favorite of mine. Yeah, and complete, like you said, completely opposite. She was, I think, out of all of the girls right now, she was probably the one that was, I think, least out there. You know, and kind of in your face, and she was being true to herself, mm-hmm. but um, not. She was just very different from all the other ones, which is really interesting to see that dynamic. You know, yeah, play out on on TV. Right, I totally agree with you. I think my thing with Leah was that she just seemed very insecure and when you're in a room with so many girls who are so secure with themselves like to me it almost she felt like she didn't deserve to be there yeah and that came through like i mean she didn't really want it to i don't think and i don't think that that's what she meant but she kind of felt like you know all the guys that i date like they get me in the bar and get me drunk and then make out (laughs) with me in the back and you know i've never had i mean she just didn't even see herself worthy of she's in the middle of dancing with this guy who she's trying to win over and she says okay let's go get you another girl yeah. I mean, like, she was kind of selling herself short. Like, I mean, I just kind of, at that point, I couldn't feel bad for her because she kind of made up his mind for him. Yeah. You know? I, de- I, de- I, I agree with that. But the thing is, is I also feel in, in some ways, it wasn't so much that she might have been insecure. I think it might be the fact that she was, it was just not her vibe, her environment. You know, maybe she's just the type of girl that just likes to be at bars and you know, even hanging out, you know, and, yeah. and just not really trying to, um, um, impress one specific guy. Cause I think that's a lot of tension and a lot of, well, a lot of room for trouble. I think we saw in some of the, you know, the previews, but, um, for just, for just girls all combining for one guy's attention, you know what I mean? And I, I think maybe it just might not have been her thing. Right. I think that's might what have been going on with, with just that situation in general, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, poor girl. I did, I did want to <laughs> see kind of if she was going to come out of her shell and sort of like, you know, pull through. And I know she was like one of your favorites. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to see what would happen with her, but let's talk a little bit about Maggie. <laughs> And her strategy of getting a little bit inebriated, I think, would be the best word. Well, okay. um, she she was she let us in early on okay. during tea time. I think she, she was the one. That <laughs> she was said, the one. She was the one that was like, my idea of tea time is mimosas. No, no, like brunch. It was happy brunch. Hour. Happy hour. There yes, we go. It was happy br- hour. Happy hour. And it was just like, oh my god. Yeah. So we already knew kind of what her favorite pastime was. Yeah. Um, immediately at the tea time situation, it was definitely just like, all right, she likes to party. And yeah. so when we eventually got to the masquerade ball, that <laughs> it all let loose. She. Yeah. 
had no, I mean, and she was like, my family, she was shameless. My family likes to drink. This is what we enjoy doing. So that's what I'm going to do. You know, I, I get like the girls who are drinking to maybe like take the edge off Mm -hmm. a little bit and, um, you know, just kind of be more comfortable, get to know each other. Yeah. But to get like that and talk to, I mean, it happens on every show at some point. (laughs) One girl is that girl who gets, you know, and I just, what, what do you think? I mean, was she trying to like prove something by it? Did she just get out of control? Do you think she fell out of her element or? I think when you're on a reality show like that, it's easy to get carried away. You know, it's, I mean, they, I mean, think about it. They were at tea time. The guy arrives in this giant helicopter, the security everywhere. Then suddenly they're being like pushed into like this room with all these dresses. They have to get ready and get dressed up. And then they're at a masquerade ball. You know, they're drinking. I think she just got carried away in that whole thing. I don't yeah. think it necessarily, maybe she is a heavy drinker. And she can control herself on her own. Right. But I just think that she just got carried away and whisked away in all of it. And, you know, the other girls, I think the other girls just like to add to it. You know what I mean? Like, look at her. She's just five. And they were like, are we doing a Maggie yes, count? Yes, a Maggie <laughs> count. I remember that. They did say that. Ugh. Wait, speaking of girls kind of keeping track and, you know, doing that, the caddy girl, Megan, uh-huh. I feel like she's going to definitely be a trouble starter. She's got some, you can tell, I mean, immediately, I mean, the beginning when she was talking about it, she was just like, all right, well, I'm Megan, you know, I'm pretty, I'm hot, I'm smart, and I can do all these things, and I'm pretty much going to win, you know? Yeah. And it- and then even when, um at the very end, when, you know, we'll talk about Rose in a second, but when she ended up being the girl, and... Megan was like, oh, like Academy Award. I yeah. want to thank the Academy, my parents, blah, blah, blah. Like she was not even trying to give her a little bit of support. Like <laughs> she was just she you're right. She is going to be a drama and I can yeah. totally. I mean, the whole group of girls seems really catty to me. I mean, but I think that they kind of did that on purpose. You know, it's yeah. going to be it's going to be it's very entertaining, to yeah, say it, the least. It honestly is very, very entertaining. I mean, Danny Fenton, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Because it's, it's, it was hilarious. I mean, yeah. I had such a fantastic time watching all these girls, these personalities. But the problem is, it's like that I feel with it is like I don't I'm so scared to call them catty or to say like, you know, it's these negative things about mm-hmm. it because I like them so much. Yeah. It's like they're they are a little crazy, but it just you reminds love me them. it reminds me of high school. Like or yeah. like my sorority in college, maybe like that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like it was just very like clicky and um they're gonna pick sides and they're gonna ostracize someone like we can already kind of predict that like which, which is almost kind of what was happening with leah in a sense because yeah. throughout the episode they were kind of you know like oh well would she know what she's doing leah's just kind of there you yeah know? So, but then at the end weren't they all like oh my god i liked leah so yeah. much she was so great like <laughs> she's just herself all the time and we love her for it so it's like one of those kind of there's gonna be a lot of like backstabbing i think which we kind of like you know kind of predict is gonna of course, happen, yeah, reality shows. Just in- we saw some <laughs> snippets of girls crying, and we already know that there's going to be drama. But hopefully, no one will get shanked in their sleep, as Rose <laughs> stated. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Rose. Okay, I like Rose. She is. She's definitely funny. She's, but like Prince Harry told her, she's a little loud. But yeah. you, you can tell when she got the key, and she was just kind of like she was like holding herself back because that was the comment that she got. But. I don't, I can't gauge her personality too well. I kind of, I almost feel, I kind of agree in a sense a little bit with Megan in the sense that it's so, so forward, you know what I mean? And it seems so like, yeah, uh-huh, you know, I feel that maybe, maybe there is something more going on, you know, or maybe she's just playing that part. I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely tough. 
Yeah, it seemed, I mean, for me, she seemed way more giddy than, like, anything. Like That's maybe what it was that was kind of pulling me. I was like, I don't know what it is about her. Yeah, she was just very, I mean, there's a strong personality, and then there's over the top. And for me, <laughs> she was a little over the top, which it's so weird because when I see, like, Prince Harry with all these girls, I'm like, he is definitely the most quiet of the entire group. I have no idea how he's going to manage this group. Like, he even said it on, like, on the episode. He was like, American girls are so loud. Can we talk about that for a second? I want to take this to a side note. Now, do you think that this was giving American girls the right kind of reputation, the right kind of representation? Um, of a, that's how they are. You know what I mean? Because I have heard before British people say that about American girls. That's not my first time ever hearing that. Yeah. And so I think when he said that as a person being Matt, he was telling the truth. Yeah. That wasn't an act. That wasn't for the show. I mean, these girls are so loud. You know, they all like their alcohol. They all <laughs> like to have fun. And I mean, I feel like this is ends up being a lot of like a kind of representation of what American girls are like. Like, what do you think about that? I think it's very difficult in the sense of as far as interpretations, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it is a general scope of not just American girls. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it as just a girls and flat. I mean, the the show is centered around 12 girls vying for one guy's but one guy's attention. But I think it's just in general, Americans are just tend to be louder. Yeah, I I mean, I remember one time it was, you know, just on our own. We went when I went to Spain or something like that. The, everybody at the little party thing were just looking at us. They were like, "Oh my god, you guys are so loud!" So I think that's just an American thing. Yeah, just <laughs> like I mean, look at that. I mean, look at me now. I'm practically going to eat this mic. I'm talking so loud. So right. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think just Americans in general are loud. Of course, it's not for all Americans, right? Please, people don't think that. <laughs> well, he did also say that I was kind of like a little offended by that. Like, you know, British people like to take it a lot slower, and American girls are very like fast. And I was kind of like, you know, even speaking like for. Rose, um, she was talking about how she's a preschool teacher, but when she goes home, look at her naughty lingerie. And I'm kind of like, you know, hope, I don't think any of our students or parents will be, but who knows? Like, you know, oh, my teacher's on television and look, I just saw her underwear. Oh, like, I didn't even think about right? that. <laughs> I mean, there's a certain kind of like stature that you have when you're a teacher that you kind of have to yeah. keep. And it's just interesting because I, I think like, Maybe that's why Prince Harry's so enchanted with her because she's something so different that, like, he's never really dealt with. Like, she's very forward. She's very flirtatious. She's, she's very giddy. loud. <laughs> she's extremely giddy. So, I don't know. I Maybe, like, that's why he's drawn to her. At the, Honestly, like, I just kind of, I didn't see it. I did not see him being a match with her out of all people. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to pick her at all when that when that kind of came to that moment and with as far as Rose. But... I yeah, I, I agree with you. It's kind of a little strange that she died for totally forgot that she was a preschool teacher yeah. and that they kind of went back and then now that you pointed out I'm kinda of like, this is a little strange. I don't know how I would feel about that. Yeah, I know. But speaking of the girls, since we're still on that subject, it seems like they all were not on board with him being Prince Harry. Okay. Like they all I, and it's it's very very tough because you know they they saw the helicopter, they saw the giant entrance, and they were all it was just talk, you know. And I feel like the producers of the show are really brilliant in the senses that they're they're really like kind of 
moving the girls, you know, to kind of, they're like giving them little snippets. They shot, they, they showed the big landing, you know, and then suddenly they were like, all right, you're going to do, uh, you know, dresses. And they got them all excited about that. Then they did masquerade balls. So they spent time with him without really seeing him. And then they, like, when the, he revealed himself, they only saw him for a brief moment and then he walked away. Right. And the only girls that he saw more of were, wasn't it the, the only, yeah, the two girls. Yeah. Which then eventually he called privately. So now, I'm, well, do you think that they're, suspicious that he won't say his name or what he does or where he's from i mean do you think i mean that's a little suspicious like i don't know if they would catch on or i don't know if they just think it would be like for security purpose i don't know why but do you think that they are catching on by him not saying anything about himself i mean how are they supposed to get to know him when he can't answer where he's from i think uh, yeah, I, I agree with you like it's kind of it is making it more suspicious than it probably needs to be but i think in a sense the producers are probably having having him play the whole field, you know what I mean, and just kind of keep that essence of mystery. I mean, you know, mystery. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they would have just went boom right off the bat, like this is this is who he is, this is what he looks like. I think they wouldn't have fallen for it. Right there, I think the producers are really navigating those girls to make sure that you know the show is sex. You know, yeah. it, it falls all the way through. Because I think if they would have just immediately said, all right, you're going to be with Prince Harry, I don't think any of them would have believed it. Right. Because when you think about the situation outside of it, as, you know, a viewer watching these people, like, people fall for it, mm-hmm. it's like Prince Harry would never do this. But if you're in that situation and you've been navigated and you're kind of being moved around, I think you can eventually, you start believing it, especially with the alcohol and right. the masquerades and all the, la- you know, the lavish things. They did have a clip in there that I saw on, like, um, one of the upcoming episodes that they're going to have him snatched away by security. So that's going to, you know, yeah. so I see what you're saying with they're kind of, like, playing in with the girls' heads. Yeah. But kind of what I want to know is, like, are they even allowed to say that? it's Prince Harry, you know, for, like, legal reasons, because yeah. <laughs> isn't that, like, impersonation? I mean, I get kind of doing it for gigs and shows and stuff like that, but yeah. I just, I don't even know if they're really allowed to say... To say that this is Prince... This you know, is Prince Harry. Are, I mean, what are they? Like... I think they I think they are. I think that that's what... I think... I still think it's kind of just that, once again, the, the producers are kind of doing that. But you're right. It is a little strange that they, they've kind of been going around it. Like, it's like, I want to marry Harry, but... They haven't really just said this is, you know, who he, you know, who he's playing, you know? Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure it's uh, Fox. They probably got some sort of clearing. Yeah, I mean, well. But how, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if get? it's, I don't know if it's been stamped by the, it has the royal stamp of approval. <laughs> right. That's what I, yeah, you're right. That's, if that's what you're wondering, I'm definitely wondering yeah. that too. Like, like, what do you think, like, seriously, what do you think his brother and the queen think <laughs> about someone impersonating their brother on a television show on Fox? Like, well, thank goodness. I, I mean, we'll see with later in the season. I hopefully, I don't think they'll venture into any slander, and I'm pretty sure that the producers will probably be smart enough to kind of edit that stuff yeah. out. You know, any of the things and uh, that are you know personally regarding Prince Harry. But who knows? I mean, I think I would be pretty much like if I think they'd probably laugh it off. You, really? Do you think the Queen's laughing? I, okay, <laughs> maybe she's not <laughs> laughing. Yeah. Maybe we're laughing. I don't know if she's. I mean, I don't know. It's just like when well, it comes to like royalty, like you know, we obviously in the United States, like we have a president, but like you know, for them to be actual, like from a line of royalty, yeah. I just wonder if they feel like it's kind of like mocking. Well, the funny thing is, is I was actually just reading an article with the Entertainment Weekly, and they were saying that they were going to actually air it in, um, in you know, England and lots of again, and lots of the British areas. That's going to be. Interesting to see how that. I wonder. I hope they don't think less of Americans more. Where they're just like, oh, those crazy Americans. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> oh, that's exactly yeah. what they're gonna think. <laughs> they're probably, yeah, definitely. That's probably I what wonder they're... if they think it looks like Prince Harry. Do you know? Like, does Prince Harry think it looks like Prince Harry? 
Yeah, because when they they did like a slight photo, you know, they did that, you know, mock 99%. Yes. When they kind of put them side by side, it it looks like him in a sense, but it really doesn't, you know? Right. And I think, and I think it just goes back to once again, they they're po- they probably have heavily sheltered those girls. I mean, without all reality show, they block them from you know media, they block them from news and everything like that. I mean, I think I even saw one of them, um, the girls, they were tweeting that they they were kind of responding to a fan like, oh, well, we just had no connection with the internet or anything like that. So there would be no way of them actually pulling up a photo and comparing it, you know? Yeah. So because when you see the like when they play on the show, it's kind of like you see the resemblance. You're like, yeah, I'm a, I'm on board with it. it doesn't really. But, but if you've never met him, I mean, you're really comparing it to, like, the one girl, I think it was Chelsea, too, said, she's like, honestly, I don't even know what Prince Harry looks like. <laughs> yeah, that, and, I think she- and then immediately she followed that with her card near Sada. I'm sorry, <laughs> Chelsea, if you are watching this. Um, Chelsea, I love we you. love you, girl. Yeah, we love you, girl. And card Sada fries, but... <laughs> You are in the uh, castle, girl. Let's get it together. But it was so, but it was, it was right though. Like, yeah. I don't think she really thought of it. I mean, right. I would even think if I was in that situation, I was whisked away suddenly and they were telling me I was going to meet Prince Harry or something like that. I would be like, I really don't even remember what he looks like. Like, yeah. I haven't kept up with that. Right. Kate Middleton. Yeah. She was blasted all over. But Prince Harry, he's had, I mean, he's had a lot of media coverage, but not as much as, you know, the, the, you know, royal pair right right yeah he's had he hasn't i mean they, he had that thing in vegas that was going on and he like had a naked party and whatever but yeah i think i don't know if anyone really knows what his face would really look like so yeah i guess i mean i could see how they could kind of get fooled if you'd never met the person yeah they've i think they're definitely they've probably heavily sheltered the girls and probably picked the right girls they probably scouted them immediately <laughs> yeah i i totally agree with you well okay let's delve into it. we talked a little bit about leah uh-huh. we talked a little bit about rose yes how do you feel about that? I mean, as far as who went home and okay, um, I was I was rooting for Leah. Yeah, I, I know you were totally team Leah. And you, I mean, liked... you heard it right when we watched it. I was like, I love Leah. Yes, she's just so I mean, genuine. You know, her whole little I don't I, I'm but I'm a sucker for that, and right. I feel like she was kind of a little the underdog. Yeah, and I, I, just... I go for the underdog all the time. See, like I think like you know like being out there and dating like I just feel like confidence is such a big deal, and like it's such a turn off to guys when like you don't have it or and I just like I said before, I just feel like. She threw herself under the bus and, you know, she got in the end and you could tell her feelings were hurt. Like she was crying when she got in the car and, you know, it wasn't because she really liked him. It was because she felt rejected and she was kind of like, you know, you can't force chemistry. And I don't really think that's why she was upset. I think she kind of just doesn't see herself as one of the other pretty girls. And it sucks because she is so pretty. And she's like such a... She would have been... I honestly think you're right. She probably would have been one of the best matches for him. Mm Because, you know, like with anyone who's kind of with royalty, like you have to be low-key. Like you can't want to (laughs) be in the spot. You know, and she just seemed like she was kind of that girl who could play that kind of part. And like him for who he truly was, even though that isn't who he truly is. But you know what I'm saying. So I I really... I am sad Leah went home. um, But I just... I'm really mad he chose Rose as his number one. I mean, she just seemed the most far off that I would have seen him pick out of the group of girls. I just didn't see them clicking. I don't, I didn't even really see her belonging there. And she was just the kind of, I don't know, I guess she got the most in his face. I almost thought she was going to, um, he was going to pick Kelly. That's what I thought. Oh. He kind of was like, oh, it's something about Kelly. And there was some sort of, like, at least the way the show was, you know, um, formed, it seemed almost as if Kelly was going to be the one. Yeah. But I think maybe with Rose, he might have chosen her just specifically because he, 
kind of saw that giddiness and maybe it was a sense of comfort, a landing zone, you know? Yeah. If, if other people are so, you know, um, forward and, 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 and you have somebody that's overly happy, you kind of would gra- gravitate to the person that's overly happy, you know, because they kind of make you feel a little easier. So you're saying she was kind of the safe pick? I... Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think I kind of was saying that. That's a good thank you for that. That's a good choice of words. I mean, interesting. That's a very, very interesting tactic, actually. Because he was interested in Megan. You did see, remember she, I mean, she was like, yeah, he thought she was beautiful. And you could see like there was something going on there, maybe a little bit more physical, but maybe he just wasn't ready to jump in with Megan. Maybe he was even thinking himself, like, you know, Megan might be a girl that I'm just going to get way over my head. Rose, you know, she's very giddy. She seems almost innocent, childlike. You know, it's kind of surreal. I want to see a little bit more about her, you know, and just kind of go on with that. Maybe he felt like he could handle that. Yeah. You know? what, what, well, what do you think is the significance of being in the room adjacent to him? Like, what does that really mean? Like, I mean, they're ob- he's not going <laughs> to sleep with every girl who's in the room adjacent to him. So, like, is it just like a nice room that they're putting him up in, you think? And they just happen to know he's uh, I don't. I- I think it's in part, I think early on, since it's so early on in the season, the adjacent room is kind of like that little mystical thing, you know, ooh, and everything. I don't think anything's going to happen as of right now, mm-hmm. but I think with the temptation and as feelings start to grow, that room is going to see a lot of action. <laughs> it really is. I mean, right now, it's, I think it's, it, there, there's like the, the brakes are on, you know, there is still, it, everybody's still getting used to it. They just landed. They've had all these crazy things. He himself is still getting used to it, you know? Yeah. Um, not only is he pretending to be a millionaire, but he's pretending to be somebody complete with all this information that he had to learn. So I feel like he's going to take the brakes, but. The adjacent room, I feel like, is going to start seeing a little bit more. It's going to see a little yeah. red carpet rolled between the two, <laughs> yeah. if I may say I so. I definitely think so. there's going to be a lot of welcome mats outside the door. <laughs> I, I also feel like it's a little to mess with the other girls' heads. That's I mean, very with all, true. With, with all reality shows, you gotta you gotta lead these people into you know you gotta have entertainment. You know you gotta find a way for them to start clashing, conflicting. So the adjacent room is like a trophy, you know. And oh god, you know one of them has the trophy. Why don't I have it? I need to get to the adjacent room. You know. Oh my god, you're so, so right. I feel like they're just re- they're reeling they're really reeling in these girls in a, in a crazy way. Because when I before I even seen the episode, I was thinking, how is this possible? Like, how is it really gonna work out? Are these girls really going to believe that? But as you can see, if you really just pay attention, they're really navigating them through all of it. And they're really holding them. They're in control. That's a really good insight yeah. for the first episode. You're absolutely right. They I, totally. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> really... Well, it was definitely a great episode. I kind of want to go into predictions. Yes, predictions. <laughs> all right. Love I've it. I've got my antennas on. <laughs> For those who I'm can't see. i the ether. Aaron has his antennas on. <laughs> All right. So my predictions. Okay. Obviously, I feel like there's going to be a lot of drama between the girls. Um, I honestly think that the show might even kind of change its focus a little bit and just be more focused. I think the girls are going to be more enta- entertaining than... Prince Harry. To be honest, that, that's what I feel like. I just feel like there's so many strong personalities and energies that it's going to gravitate towards them. You know, Tracy, I completely agree because I, I feel like this show, it, it's you're right. It's like, are they really going to find love or are we just in for one really wild ride? And I feel like that's what this show is going to be a lot what this makes the show completely successful. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's going to propel the show's success is it really the focus is the girls. The girls are honestly what reeled me in. They're so infectious. Their personalities. I mean, despite that they have some, you know, the negative tendencies like Megan where she's kind of a little catty, mm-hmm. you still love her. Yeah. You still love all of them. And so I don't really feel it's even – It's you're right. Like it's just not really about love. It's just kind of – What's going to unfold as it just progresses forward? But who knows? Do we have a prediction of who he's going to pick next? Do you think Rose will stay in the leading spot? Or, I mean, I know there's really not a great way to tell. But what I do know. you think? I, I'm, Safe I, pick? It's honestly, I feel like it's all up in the air. Yeah. I, I, can't, even, I can't even fathom who it is. I don't feel like it's going to be Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think, Maggie, I think we can agree with that. Uh, Maggie, I'm sorry. It was. I love you. You're so great. But... It, <laughs> Yeah, Maggie, you should know better, Maggie. (laughs) But, okay, she owns it. But, (laughs) Maggie, you do have to admit, when you took off your mask, it was a little funny (laughs) on it. She looked a little out of it, (laughs) to say the least. But, hey, she's having fun. And I think that's what's going to make this show, you know, a big, big success. I would go out with her. She looks like a ton of fun. (laughs) I definitely want to go out with Maggie. I just don't I want to go out with Maggie, and I want to go out with Chelsea and get Carnes out of prize. And Leah, too. Leah, we need to grab a beer and uh, hang out. Leah, but yeah, I know. Just don't try to get her drunk and make out there in the back room because yeah. that's what everyone does, apparently. Um, but I definitely, I can't think of any predictions as far as what girls, I feel like it's so up in the air. Yeah. What I, about him? Do you think he's going to be able to hold his title for another week? I think I think he will, but I think it's going to get a little fickle. I saw the tears rolling. Uh-huh. And I'm almost kind of concerned as, as, if, as if the cover's gonna get blown before right before the you know the actual you know he chooses the one girl yeah i mean i don't know because it's like you said he was being evasive with his questions but i feel like his questions not only were they evasive because he hadn't digested all the information but also because he himself really didn't know the answers to that that's a lot to really impersonate to be some you know to be somebody for 24 7 right that's really really difficult i can hardly be myself for 24 (laughs) 7 Let alone, let alone somebody else. decide what I what yeah, I'd like. I, I can barely pick what I want to wear in the when I wake up in the morning. So I totally let alone, agree. you know, figure out the hairstyle of another other person. I know. Which was crazy how they had to dye his hair. You saw that. I mean, yeah. Going back, I mean, going back way further to the Wendy Williams thing. He had to dye his hair. His hair is blonde. I saw. Yeah. They kind of had the snippets of before they dyed it, and yeah, I yeah, think it actually that. looks better. As a redhead, right? Yeah, he does. He does. I mean, his hair is just a little too... That's just my personal problem. I don't even know what I'm... Getting off topic here, but... Predictions. Predictions. I I, think it's going to be crazy. I think it's... I feel... Oh, Maggie, since we talked a little about her, I feel like that Maggie situation is going to unfold. I feel like the girls are going to get a little more ruthless and be like, Maggie, you were just a little mess, Maggie. You know, oh, and, yeah. And really, because she remember she was getting a little crazy in yeah. some of the scenes. She was like, you don't tell me or something along those. Some, There's you a know, lot of tears that we saw for the, like, <laughs> for the second coming. episode. Yeah, there was a there's lot of fighting. A lot. <laughs> I can even only imagine what's going to be like the mid-season or anything like oh that. My it's gosh, just going to be drama after drama after drama. Oh, <laughs> girls, got to love them. Love them. All right. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in to I Want to Marry Harry, episode one, season one. The Royal Masquerade begins. I'm Tracy Propes. Follow me on Instagram at at T-R-A-C-I-P-R-O and on Twitter at T-R-A-C-I-A-B-T-V. Aaron? Hey, and once again, thank you guys for having me. My name is Aaron, or A.A. Run, and you can go ahead and find me on Twitter at A-A-M-O Music, or you can find me on Instagram at A-A-M-O 9013. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. See you next week. See ya.
From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.